Hi, Justin Dye with Schwaz. Glad to be here with you. We are the leading vertically integrated cannabis company in Colorado with uh, a new named acquisition to move into New Mexico, as well as we continue to grow into a regional operating company. Justin, good to see you, sir. Good to see you. Um, we we caught up with you previously. And we talked about business plan, strategies, team, etc. Uh, just want to get, catch up with you before the end of the year because you've got to raise a, a chunk of change, uh, ninety five million bucks. Um, intrigued us to why now and how you plan to deploy that efficiently. So maybe start with it. Why why now? Yeah. So I mean, why now? We uh, we've continued to work. Uh, in Colorado, we have a number of great growth opportunities, organic and inorganic uh, acquisitions, such as the two Emerald Field stores. Uh, we also are uh, buying a location in one of the best corners in the state of Colorado, and uh, that is the smoking gun asset, uh, which we're going to remodel, et cetera. So there's capital required to continue to grow the business and for us to continue to effectuate uh, our business plan. We've also announced that we are buying uh, our Greenleaf and there are uh, a number of companies underneath that uh, business that give us a, uh, a really terrific business in New Mexico. It's one of the, uh, if not the leading uh, cannabis, vertically integrated cannabis operators in New Mexico. Uh, so the capital will be used to fund acquisitions. We, uh, $95 million was the raise. And we'll deploy oh, about two thirds of that for the current acquisitions that we have uh, that we'll be closing. You know, teams going to be busy between now and uh, the end of the year and early into the new year, uh, getting all these acquisitions closed, which we're excited about. Um, but also gives us uh, gives us some dry powder to have on the balance sheet for future acquisitions that we're working on the pipeline and allows us to remodel stores and make sure we've got a great uh, asset at the store level uh, to attract consumers. And, um, you know, so we're going to continue to fund our internal growth with that capital. Now we have $21 million of cash on the balance sheet already. So we'll add to that. So probably, uh, you know, over time, we'll, we'll deploy this over the next 2022. Uh, but we're sitting in a great cash position. Uh, we've got lots of flexibility to do what we want to do. So the word that I went away thinking about when we spoke last time was efficiency in terms of using data to um, make sure that you are spending your money you know, smartly, right? You're being efficient. This this time around, it's um, I want to talk about specifically about your strategy because you've been in Colorado, now you're in New Mexico. Um, how are, you, how are you going to roll and build this out? Because some companies that um, we, we, we talk to, they are more about taking part they just want to be there. If you're in the game, you're in the game, but you want to win. So what's the difference between the sort of acquisitions that you make and the way that you're making the order of play than say, you know, some of the other people out there trying to do the same thing? Yeah, no, we have a, we have a clear, we have a clear strategy on what we want to do. We want to be number one in the markets where we serve from a retail perspective and then have the, you know, a very efficient supply chain that's producing consumer products with great brands coming through that, that we that will also partner with third parties. But we want, we want to be number one, to be clear. We want to be number one in Colorado. Uh, we're moving to New Mexico. We want to be number one. I think you got to be number one at something. I think that's a great strategy. 
And uh, we know what we, we hopefully know what good looks like, what retail good looks like. So we're taking care of shoppers and we're going to be really focused. So we're focusing our capital, our strategy focused on it. Our people are focused on it. And that's very different than taking a position, getting one or two stores or a brand in a bunch of different states because you have to feed the capital. So we're very focused from a capital perspective. Our board's very focused on it. Uh, our, our management team's focused on it. And I think really there, there is a tight correlation. When you go back, if you're a student of business, which you are, uh, when you look at relative market share uh, and returns and the ability, the ability to, for that business to survive and thrive over, over time, so we really believe in continuing to grow market share, continue to, uh, you know, get the, uh, the trust of the consumer and bringing great brands to bear and having them support us. So it's very different than a spread out strategy where we try to check the box and, uh, you know, that may work for other people. This is, this is our strategy. Right. And obviously you've a lot of learnings from the Albertson uh, experience that you had uh, there. So, okay, Colorado, New Mexico, you've got to consolidate observe, you know, whether or not it's working or not, and then work out where to go next. So can we expect to see, and, and, and if so, what time frame can we expect to see additional finance raisings like this? Because in a nascent industry like this, and certainly a very fragmented industry like this, when I'm looking at some of the uh, players in here, you've, you've, you've got to move quickly and assuredly in, e in equal measure. And that's not as easy as it sounds. No, that's, that's you know, we're, we are fortunate and we've had a number of large institutional investors really support our strategy who came into this convertible debt deal that we've done. So we broaden the, the, uh, the debt, the, uh, um, the debt holder base, as well as obviously it's convertible. So it could go into equity as well. So we're excited about that. I think these uh, number of these firms have deep, uh, they have deep funds and are prepared to, as long as we continue to win and generate good returns and uh, continue to do what we're doing and making smart deals and creating value. I think we're gonna be able to partner with them and partner with other folks to attract uh, capital in the future. Now, the second part of your question was around strategy. We will continue to focus on Colorado, New Mexico, and the first job one is get those, continue to get these businesses very, very efficient to compete within the state, as well as continuing to broaden our uh, base there with retail assets, with products, with uh, efficient supply chains, as well as cannabis cultivation locations. So I'm telling, I guess what I'm telling folks is we're going to go deep in Colorado and New Mexico, and that's... That's really the next chapter. Now, picking another state down the road, that's not on the that's not on the map today. So, if I look at the way that you raise the money, okay, structured finance, like like a convertible note, you've raised well, nearest nearest down at one hundred percent of your market cap, right? That's unusual on a convert. Well, certainly is here in Europe. Uh, what we're going to buy into? It's, 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 yeah, it's, sorry, it's unusual in the U.S. too. A lot of folks told us we couldn't do it. How'd you do it? We have a good strategy. We've got a very talented management team that uh, I think investors uh, get comfortable with quickly uh, across the board. And then we have we have some outstanding advisors who are working with us. That uh, so we use Perella Weinberg as well as uh, Benchmark, who did a great job. 
going out and really turning over every rock and getting us in front of, you know, people that are sophisticated that understand what a good company looks like and why they need capital and that they're going to be good stewards of capital. So that's how we did it. Took us, took us a little bit, but uh, we're really proud of what we did. And the team did a great job. Yeah, you should be um, phenomenal actually. And and good. How much are you putting that down to um, history reputation? Albertson must've played a, a big part of that. So that there's, there's some value to that history uh, for you, certainly in this in this transaction, it seems. Um, well, um, can we just just in, just in terms of again, just that, that kind of careful expansion, um, Colorado, New Mexico. So, are we going to be seeing um, more accretive acquisitions? I know you've got a little bit of money, it gives you a little bit of leeway, leeway but no, no big ticket items there. So, what, how will you deploy the rest of that capital to see this accretive growth, organic growth um, over the next, yeah, say, 2022? Our, our, great question. Our investors are going to see us continue to be disciplined in the multiple multiples that we pay for acquisitions. They've got to obviously be accretive. We need to see an opportunity to make them better, uh, whether it be share best practices from them to us or us to them, as well as, uh, you know, have cost synergies and, you know, uh, people synergies and things like that, meaning we can deploy people and get more growth out of it. So we're going to continue to stay disciplined, buying businesses for a good multiple, uh, should be a multiple far less than where we're trading at, and the opportunity to improve those assets, which even brings the multiple of EBITDA down lower, which creates more shareholder value. And I think one day uh, in the in the not so distant future, Uh, As we continue to tell our story, as we continue to perform, as we've said we have, and we've done that over the last two years, you know, I think we're starting to get noticed. People are saying, hey, these guys are doing what they said they're going to do. They're sticking to strategy. It's a cogent strategy. Go deep. Do a great job. And I think, you know, we're going to continue to be, you know, we'll be open for capital for future things. But specifically, we will continue to buy uh, smaller acquisitions. You'll see us buying retail stores uh, in the future here with some of this excess capital. We'll invest in brands and we may pick up uh, you know, a little bit more cultivation as well. Okay. And just a final, final word on politics. Um, is the narrative changing and do companies of your nature I, you know, slightly more professional, slightly more institutional approach to things. Does that help with that narrative, do you think? Oh, I think so. I think so. We spent, uh, Dan Pabone, who's our general counsel, head of government affairs, and I were in uh, Washington, D.C. a few weeks back, spending time with uh, a number of senators and Congress uh, Congress uh, members and really talking about what, what is cannabis and how much good it can do for PTSD, for sleep. Uh, we think it's a viable uh, substitution for some of the opioid addiction issues in this country. And, you know, there's no physical addiction. So this is one that we think we're on the right side of the argument here. And we think it's a good thing for consumers. And, you know, it's, I think the genie's out of the bottle. So I think from a po- political standpoint right now, we're we're awaiting, you know, getting safe banking. We'll see when that happens. Um, I still remain optimistic it will happen in the not so distant future, which will allow employees to get mortgages, will allow employees to have 401ks, which I think are really important. This is a big industry. We, we uh, employ a lot of good people. They deserve to have that. And we deserve to have safe banking and not have to 
deal with so much cash, which I think is is naturally dangerous. And, uh, you know, the politicians there, you know, there's a number of them that want to do the right thing. But at the end of the day, they've got to they got to uh, do the war with their uh, folks across the aisle. And and there's a lot of trading going on. And uh, I don't pretend to understand all of that. I'll, all I understand is here's here are the economics. Here's really the good that we can do for people. Here's how many jobs we create. Here's the tax revenue we can generate, which I think helps with education, uh, helps with, uh, you know, governance and uh, enforcement to make sure we don't have drugs or alcohol or cannabis in the hands of minors uh, until they're prepared to do that as a deal with as an adult. So I think those things are all important. So we continue to wage the wage the, uh, the battle and continue to tell our story. And I would tell you, uh, Republicans uh, are becoming much, much warmer uh, to our to our story. You know, if you look at it, I think there's a 70 percent of U.S. citizens uh, are in favor of legalized cannabis. So that's, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the people are going to get what they want. They usually do. Justin, I appreciate you coming on before the end of the year. I know you've got a flight to catch. One of our favorite stories of uh, 2021. Hope it continues to be the case in 2022. Thank you for your time. Glad to be with you. Thank you.